0: You could have picked a name like Ichabod, and all of a sudden, other than Ichabod Crane, where am I going with that? You could have picked Ishtak, as in Ishtak Prolman, the famous violinist. This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, the oldest man to ever start a podcast, Greg Cody. All right, welcome everybody to The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody, episode 26. Chris Cody by my side, as usual, and um, I think we're going to welcome in Roy Bellamy, aren't we? Roy will be here.
1: Very exciting. I believe his maiden voyage on this podcast. And I don't know why I'm saying I believe that's the case, because I know that's the case.
0: But it's an unusual appearance by Roy. We're we're just going to tease it. And, and say that. Um, well, it hasn't happened yet, but way to uh,
1: r- reveal
0: to the audience that it has actually
1: happened. We like okay. to make these, these podcasts seem like they're just happening in order. And Greg Cody has just revealed that that is already in the can. And we already know how the Roy Bellamy interview turns out, but we are not going to tell you
0: yet. Okay, but you'll want, you'll want to listen for that because it's extremely unusual. Everybody knows Roy from The Levitard Show. He's the producer extraordinaire, and uh, we're happy to have him on the podcast. I want to start, however, with some lighter stuff because. The world is, is coming apart at the seams, rending, fracturing, and uh, now you see everything going on in Portland. It's just so depressing that I like to escape down little rabbit holes, and I've discovered a couple of TV shows lately that I'd like to share, and I wonder if um, if, if you've seen them or not. One is um, a serious drama called Defending Jacob. It's on Apple TV, uh, starring Chris Evans, and, and that's sort of, uh, you know, the, his son is accused of murder, and... It, it's just a, a real heavy drama, but really well acted, I think. And uh, a, a comedic show that I just absolutely adore is called Ted Lasso. Have you heard of that? Oh, the soccer show. With- yeah, the soccer That's show starring Jason Sudeikis. Yes, that, that, that intrigues me. I have not seen it yet. I cannot recommend it highly enough. This segment
1: is really bringing me back, this topic. This brings me back to the beginning of the pandemic when all we had to talk about was, hey, what are you watching on TV? Right. Like we actually have now sports to talk about and Greg Cody's still living right here.
0: I like it. I am because you know, I'm not, I'm not a TV-aholic. I'm not a binge watcher, uh, you know, but I'm a loyalist. When I latch onto a show that I genuinely love, I, I lo- love it so much that I feel like I need to talk about it. And so Ted Lasso and Defending Jacob uh, are, are on the recommended list. Ted Lasso. Yeah, there you go. I feel like
1: we've spent a little too much time talking about this topic. I feel like it's time yeah. to move on. Let's go.
0: <laughs> I, I actually, wa-
1: actually want to bring up to you, this is like, I know this, I feel like this is a hacky sports podcast topic, but I feel like it's interesting right now in this market. If I made you rank right now the major sports teams in this market in terms of upside long-term, I want to do like a power rankings of the South Florida sports teams. Do you want me to okay. give mine first or would you like yeah. to take a
0: crack at it? No, give, it's, it's your topic. So give yours first. I, I, I want to remind everybody this is a Miami based podcast and we now have five pro teams down here with the addition of um, MLS. So. Oh, so you're counting MLS. Okay, I was
1: only going to go the four team. I mean, I guess you're right. If they're an yeah. MLS team. We got to put them in there. So I, I kind of didn't really even consider them yet because they haven't really done much. So I'm going to put them. I'm going to put them five on my list. Like, you know, I hope they bring in some big star at some point where they will hop up higher on this list. But for right now, until they do that, I got them five. All right. Four, I'm going Florida Panthers. I feel like this is an interesting one because I could think you could make an argument a year ago that the Panthers were number one on this list, but in just very short time, I feel like the other teams have done more to leapfrog them third on this list. I'm going to go with the Miami Marlins. I think the Miami Marlins have with what Jeter and his team have done to that farm system. And the guys, like we, I was watching the game last night. They've already made, because of all the COVID stuff, they've had like over 110 transactions, just roster moves already this season over hundred. Yep. So like they have, they're bringing up guys and every guy they bring up just looks like he could be potentially a pro. So I have the Marlins third ahead of the Panthers. Second, this is tough. The Dolphins. Mm. I think, and I feel like you might have the Dolphins lower than all these teams on this list. I think the addition of Tua gives the Dolphins the upside to put them second on this list. Because like, you know quarterbacks in this football league, in the NFL, it's the most important thing. So I feel like the Dolphins with Tua, if he stays healthy, I see their upside being next. And then the Heat. I mean, the Heat are just, they're deep. Like, People are picking them to, pick the, to beat the Bucks in this series coming up. The Heat are, are the most stable team, so they have to be first on this list. What are your thoughts on all that?
0: Well, be, before I share my thoughts, I, I just want to remind everybody that uh, we have a, a, a rollicking Mount Gregmore coming up later in the wow. episode. And um, and we also uh, want to get into some real serious stuff, including some internal stuff that's been real controversy. What an controversy odd time for them. that
1: tease. Were you, saying, were you really bored with everything I just said? So you're like, I got to keep people more interested. Like, I got to no, remind I just them. Want- that there's good stuff coming.
0: This is not good that we got to remind them there's good stuff coming. <laughs> well, the weird thing is, you know, we're a sports podcast that really doesn't talk about sports that much. So when we are actually getting sportsy and talking about sports, it's almost like I'm guilty or something, that I shouldn't be. This is actually a decent time to be a South Florida sports fan no it is you're right and and i i love this kind of a discussion because i love the idea of ranking you know who's the biggest star in south florida and and where do teams rank and everything so i love this has got a greg cody column written all over
1: it which south florida sports team has the most upside right now i mean i like it
0: i agree with your general appraisal which is that our teams in general are on the upswing down here you could make really you could make an argument for any of the five teams down here being number one on this list but here's my list um I'm going to put the Florida Panthers fifth. Um, The Florida Panthers just always seem one or two players short. And now that they're uh, in flux with their general manager, I'm going to have to put them fifth. In fourth place, I would put Inter-Miami. I I have faith that Jorge Moss and David Beckham are going to go out and get some some real talent. They have two nice pieces right now. Their goalie is a real quality goalie, but he's, uh, I think, 33. So they're going to have to replenish there eventually. But... I have faith that they're going to produce a winning team. I I really do. And I'd like to start a uh, a messy rumor right now. I'd like to say that David Beckham is going to go woo Lionel Messi and bring him from Barcelona to Miami, even though the chances of that happening are about one in a billion. The third team on my list would be the Dolphins. There's just too much if involved with Tua. I love the Tua pick. Uh, I think he's going to stay healthy. I think he's going to be really good, but... Is he going to be transformational? Is he going to be a Marino? Is he going to be a Pro Bowl guy? You know, there's just too many ifs with Tua for me to put them higher than third right now. I would put the Marlins second. Uh, I really believe in that young pitching staff. The Marlins have ifs too. I agree with you, though, that they've
1: revealed to have, because Sandy Alcantara pitched on Sunday. He's back from COVID. So there's one, two, three of... Pablo, Sandy, and Sixto is a legit three pitchers. Like, and that's not yeah. even that's not even talking about Caleb Smith, who's been serviceable, and uh, Urena, who's was the ace in the, of the staff in years past. So, yeah, right. like that pitching staff, I'm with you. But I still just see Tua of all the Marlins prospects. I think Tua is the biggest prospect. So that is what puts me like. I think me and you we have the, basically the same list, except you have the Dolphins behind the yeah. Marlins. I have the Marlins. Like, and I just feel like Tua and the, how important the quarterback position is, I feel like that, if he is who we think he could be, he takes the Dolphins to being an elite team, I think.
0: Right. Again, though, that that's a, a pretty monumental if at this point, uh, particularly uh, with this player in this weird year where you've had a, a truncated training camp, you have no preseason. Um, and And now, you know, many of you know Ryan Fitzpatrick, the starting quarterback. Um, His mother passed away, so he's away from the team for a while. So there's a possibility that all of a sudden Tua is rushed into action uh, before he's ready. So it's it's really a lot of uh, upheaval right now with the Dolphins. Do you, do, you, do you see them going maybe Josh Rosen first, just to not throw
1: Tua into that spot? It
0: would not shock me, particularly because... Uh, I've heard think... Ro-
1: Raz Rosen looked good. I mean, as good as someone can look without their actually being tackling and stuff.
0: Well, w- what I've heard is that Rosen is better suited to this new offense than he was to the old one. So it wouldn't surprise me at all that if Fitzpatrick isn't back for the season opener that Rosen gets the nod over Tua. But it's going to be interesting to see that Play out. I think you could make an argument that the Marlins or the Dolphins deserve to be number one on the list, but I agree with you as far as the Heat go. Uh, the Miami Heat under Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra are relentlessly competitive. They don't believe in down years, they don't believe in tanking. They're always going to be competitive. And, and I think Spolstra is, if not the best coach in the league, right up there on the top tier. But, but the big thing with Miami is they're going to go whale hunting in the summer of 21, can they get Giannis? If Baum, Adebayo, and Jimmy Butler are your second and third best players, then you can start thinking championship, not just competitive. Sportsy. All right, we invited uh, Roy Bellamy, our friend from the Levitard Show, to join us and share some of his perspectives. Um, Well, we wanted to
1: have Roy on for the entire episode, kind of like we did you know we've been trying to experiment with co-hosts and having people in yeah. for the entire episode so we wanted Roy right. to be part of that last conversation and we ran into a slight speed bump with him and this is what happened
0: that kind of thing I'm talking about that kind of thing hey it's Roy Bellamy what's up Roy yo Ugh. how are you doing this morning Roy I have a bit of a migraine oh god <laughs> I'm sorry oh, well I don't know if I've ever had a migraine. What's the difference between a migraine and just a bad headache? Is there a difference? Uh, well, half your head is throbbing. in searing pain, debilitating. I hate to have Roy tough through this when he's, you know, obviously not feeling well. Um, but technically, Roy has been on for a minute to talk about his migraine, so we could, uh. still, we, could still, <laughs> we could still bill him as a as a guest. No, it's fine. dude. Hey Roy. We'll do. We'll schedule back
1: with you. Maybe we'll do next week or something.
0: Well, don't it's worry. Fine. Get well. Be well. All right. All right, Roy. We'll uh, we'll give you a rain check. We'll uh, have you back on soon. I hope and uh, and get well. Uh, I still don't know the difference between a migraine and a bad headache. I love the juxtaposition there
1: between Roy's energy and your chipperness of, I've never had a migraine. Leth, Roy, tell me about a migraine. What's the difference?
0: <laughs> like, right. just, how are you, how you feeling right now, Roy? Your chipper
1: voice and, and your voice actually <laughs> sounding better, like probably was like nails on a chalkboard for Roy's head. And you're just like, Roy, tell me about your migraine. <laughs> What's the exact feeling you're feeling right now? But exactly. um, nothing will make people feel better now more than Mount Gregmore. <laughs>
0: i hope so it is it is probably the only one of the few this has been an unusual episode not only because our guests bowed out with a migraine we just did a
1: straight up like hokey sports topic of ranking the local markets that was one thing we did and we had a guest bail on us because he has a migraine what a weird episode this has been
0: (laughs) yes but but the normalcy is back because right now it's mount gregmore time Time once again for the Mount Gregmore name game. This is the eyes, and this was an unusual circumstance—a history-making Mount Gregmore. I hate this segment. You do hate this segment, but you have a hand in it this week. Uh, and if it uh, goes over like a, a Led Zeppelin, um, it's uh, partly your fault because you picked the name. See, Gregmore uh, fans, you all know that every week we pick a letter. Uh, we pick the give you the five most popular names. Uh, from that letter in uh, the past 100 years in American history based on government records. But the I's were the first letter not to have any in the top 100, let alone enough to give us the five. So we let Christopher pick the name, and the name he picked
1: is Ivan. I want to just get out in front of this. Like I didn't, nothing I did selecting that name is going to help this segment because there are so few I names to choose from <laughs> that none of the ones that I, because like I started typing in I names like Famous Ivans, Famous Isaacs, Famous, Famous Ians, yeah. And every right. single one was a terrible list. So this is not going to be a good list even though I picked the name. There was just no good <laughs> options when it came to. Wow. I.
0: You are really lowering the bar here. I mean, I'm optimistic. I think Ivans are going to be great. And may I say that you went easy on me. I got lucky because you could have picked a name like uh, like Ichabod. And all of a sudden, other than Ichabod Crane, where am I going with that? You could have picked Ishtak, as in Ishtak Prolman, the famous violinist. But instead, you picked a fairly common I in Ivans.
1: All I know is this being a, a Miami podcast, South Florida, Marlins fans, I think, might listen to this podcast. You better have Pudge Rodriguez on this list. Well,
0: we're going to see about that, aren't we? Here we go. Now, it could be pronounced Ivan. It could be pronounced Ivan. How do you pronounce that? Ivan. Ivan. Yeah, it could be pronounced that. You say tomato. I say tomato. It's the number one male first name in Bulgaria and Croatia, by the way. So our many listeners across Eastern Europe are on the edge of their seats right now. So here we go. The eyes first. Our honorable mention, he was the Russian boxer who was Rocky Balboa's nemesis in Rocky IV, Ivan Drago. That's good. I, I, right. I, he probably should have been number one or two on this list, so I'm, I'm a, little, well, it's, a little skeptical of him being your honorable mention. Okay, just the fact that you approved, you officially approved of that name just buoy[s] me with confidence. I, I, now, think,
1: I think that's like, there's multiple times during this bit that I've been a big fan of your honorable mention because that's the one you tend to go wacky with. Yes, the true. other five you you take serious for some reason, oh, yeah. like you're educating people, exactly. whereas the Honorable Mention, you tend to go fictional or just someone's fun, and that's the kind
0: of stuff I like. So I think that's why I always tend to like the Honorable Mention. And now, number five, sticking with the movies. He's the Canadian filmmaker and producer best known for helming the Ghostbusters franchise. Yeah. Who are you going to call? I'm going to call Ivan Reitman. Oh, there you go. That's good. I like this. Okay. I'm happy. Number four. He was a baseball catcher inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2017. Was the missing link who helped the then Florida Marlins win a 2003 World Series in his only season in Miami. He blatantly stole Carlton Fisk's nickname, but we forgive you, Ivan Pudge Rodriguez.
1: Wow. You just had three solid Ivans back to back. I feel
0: like you've emptied your clip though, and you don't have any good ones okay, left. Hey, we're going to prove you wrong. Number three. He was a Nobel Prize winning physiologist and psychologist in the late 19th and early 20th centuries, renowned for his work in classical conditioning and behavioral therapies. Pavlov's dogs ring a bell. It's Ivan Pavlov. Silence. Okay. You had three good ones back to back, so I'm going to give you that one as a little speed bump, and hopefully we can bounce back here. Number two. Tennis players know this Czech maestro won seven majors between 1984 and 90. Temperamental, Nobody liked him. Still really good. Yvonne Lendl. Never heard of him. And now, the number one Ivan ever born. Unfortunately, he was the Grand Prince of Moscow, and then the first Tsar of Russia in the 16th century, engaging in long and largely unsuccessful wars and imposing a reign of domestic terror and executions, weakening all levels of the aristocracy. Ma called him Ivan Vasilievich. History calls him... Ivan the Terrible. Why would you have such a bad person,
1: number one? Ivan the why, Terrible. Why would
0: you put him just, like, lower on the list? I mean, again, my lists are, these aren't the, my favorite eyes. These are the most famous eyes, or the most notorious. It should you know, be. If... I thought this was your
1: list, so I thought this would be people you like the most. Like, no, you're, no, you're, you're, you are so off on what this list is. This is Mount Greg more
0: right but this we're you. educating this, this is, is
1: no see this is i hate you so much this is this this a is legit list taking all the names and putting them in greg's order this is not i have no control over this i can't help it that he, yes you do have control over this actually
0: okay ivan the terrible is the most biggest name ivan ever born in my opinion you know, you know, start a Mount Chris Moore and come up with a competing list. I don't give a crap. I but know. anyway, all right, them's the eyes, uh, and, and you can't miss next week's Mount Greg Moore because J is considered the royal letter, the king of our name game. Find out why next week. What was that little hesitation
1: before J where you have to do the quick alphabet in your head? You're like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J is next week. There was like a, a three-second pause there where it seemed like you were trying to figure
0: out what does come after I. It, uh, it, was a dramatic, it was a pause for dramatic effect. I'm playing around with silence as being golden. So when you go like this and you pause... The drama builds.
1: Yeah, but when you're your age, you just think that you forgot what you wanted to say. Well, that could be. Actually, I did. Now, before we get people out of here, your voice sounds great, by the way. What's going on with your voice improving?
0: I don't know, but uh, I was actually singing in the kitchen earlier today. Um, What were you singing? I was singing Locomotion by Little Eva everybody doing the locomotion (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's i'm pretty sure you. everyone
1: is doing the locomotion you like saying the lyric at the wrong part in the
0: song my little baby sister can do it with ease it's easier to learn than your abcs so come on come on and do the locomotion with me Luckily, this podcast is not
1: big enough that we'll have to like get sued for doing that. Like most podcasts, you can't sing stuff like that. But this
0: one, I feel really just leaving it in. That was my first favorite song. This was right around the time that the Beatles and the Beach Boys were really happening in the in the early to mid 60s, like right around 64. I think that song was. And it's the first song I ever heard on the radio where it was like a slap in the face. I'm like, wow, what what is this music? You know, because, you know, five years before that. Perry Como was all over the radio. You know, this was the beginning of rock and roll. And that song just slapped me in the face. I love it to this day, 50 years later. Have you heard, have you heard WAP? uh, I know what you're talking about. I'm (laughs) I'm not going to say what the acronym is. That's Cardi B, right? Yeah. Yeah. I won't be singing uh, those lyrics. Have you done the WAP TikTok challenge? I have not. I don't know what it is and it scares me. It's where you dance to that song, like twerking. I'd love to see you twerk. That'd be great. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. All right. Send people out of here. (laughs) All right. Let's wrap this up. This has been episode 26. Coming up next week, Greg Cody twerks. (laughs) Don't hold your breath on that one. Hey, uh, thanks, Roy Bellamy, for um, sitting in on the podcast today. Uh, Had a lot of fun, as always. And um, see you all next week. Thank you, Pod family. And remember, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, Really appreciate you all far and wide. And uh, stick with us, and we'll stick with you. How about that? I don't believe you're going to stick with them i um, sticking like glue. Sticking it. If people back me, I back them. Backing it. What have you done to back a single listener in this podcast history? Appreciated. <laughs> loved. Respected. Nobody loves their listeners like I do. I want to say that right now. Nobody. Not on any platform. Local, national, far or wide. Nobody loves their fans, their readers, their listeners more than Greg Cody. I'll tell you that right now. And I'll take a lie detector test. Strap me up. All right, we'll do that next week. That'd be funny. Okay. <laughs> Why would I say that? Okay. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Unless it's morning where you are, then good morning.
1: <laughs> Can we end this podcast, please?
0: Yeah, please. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.